Hi, this is Dr. Allo. So if you don't want to watch a two and a half hour lecture about uh, all of the exercise studies, I've got a quick, concise um, presentation for you. So first of all, if you want the long and short of it, just do it. Exercise is good for you in so many uh, different ways. Almost every study we went through demonstrated that exercise was better than not doing any exercise. And not only that, prevented cardiovascular disease, prevented a lot of cancers, so many uh, different things. We, we know that anybody who does resistance training or cardio, um, their insulin sensitivity improves, their cholesterol goes down, their body fat percentage can go down, um, their blood pressure goes down, diabetes, all those things improve. So if you want the full details, go and, and, and take a look at that lecture. Now, we go over four basic exercise modalities. Flexibility, stability, and power. Um, those are things that we didn't cover. We mainly covered aerobic or endurance type training and then resistance training. So those are the two main ones that we went over. Um, the most important thing that you want to get out of that lecture, and if you watched the diet lecture too, the most important thing is that diet trumps everything. Regardless of what exercise you do or how much exercise you do, if you're not dieting and you're not in a calorie deficit, nothing matters. Um, all the studies we looked at with regards to diet and exercise show that if you're in a calorie deficit and you're losing weight, then you get all the benefits. Now, there are different approaches to that and different ways to achieve that, but you have to be in a calorie deficit. And regardless of anything else, with regards to all the charting and everything we demonstrated, that... Um, the calorie deficit alone, regardless of whether you aerobic exercise or strength train or do whatever else, if you are in a calorie deficit, you're going to lose weight, no matter what exercise program you decide to do. So if your goal is just to lose weight, you have to nail your diet. Nothing else even matters. We went the beginning of that lecture, we went through a whole bunch of studies talking about um, is exercise an efficient way to lose weight? And for the most part, you will lose weight initially. We all have that friend that um, started weightlifting or started running or started hiking or biking or whatever, and they lost a bunch of weight, but then you notice two, three months, a year later, they're back to their original weight. So all of the studies that we looked at, they do cause weight loss up front. If you start an exercise program, you'll lose a little bit of weight up front, and it might be a significant amount of weight, um, depending on how intense or how, how, how into it you are. But you will lose weight up front, but it's temporary, usually about three months. All the long-term studies past three months showed that there was weight regain or that they stayed weight neutral. So don't think that exercise is how you're going to lose weight. You, it's very, very difficult to manually burn off calories. Running off calories is hard. A 200-pound person, if they ran at a 7-mile-per-hour pace, which is really hard to do, you'll burn about 1,200 calories. There's, and if you do it at about a 10-mile-per-hour uh, pace, you burn about eight or 900. Um, the lighter you are, the less calories you burn. The heavier you are, the more calories you burn. Now, there's also this constrained model. Um, exercise does not indefinitely burn more and more calories the more you do it. Otherwise, you could run 18 hours a day and burn off to 20,000 calories. That's not how it works. There's a constrained model. We used to think that the more exercise you do, the more calories you burn. But now there's this constrained model. We know that um, you'll burn a certain amount of calories up to a certain point, then there's a plateau and your body starts taking away energy from other activities, your neat or your daily, you know, fidgeting, walking, other stuff goes down, your body adjusts. So you cannot just run forever and burn off more calories or lift weights forever and burn off more calories. There's, there's a constraint uh, to that. So let's say you 
for the first 30 minutes of you walking or running, you'll burn two to 300 calories. Any additional minutes after that, you burn less and less. Your body sort of caps it. There's this capped or constrained model. We also know um, one of the benefits of exercise is that it helps you regulate your appetite better. Um, when, when you exercise and you have that stimulus, your body's better at regulating your appetite. It knows when it needs calories and it knows when it doesn't need calories a lot better than someone who's sedentary. So that's actually one of the key points to for exercise is you, you're, the appetite dysregulation improves. You'll get better appetite signaling and you'll be able to know how much to eat or not eat uh, a lot better. There's also the concern of adaptation to exercise. When someone first runs a mile, it's very, very difficult. Um, but then you get better at it. Your cardiovascular endurance improves. Your body becomes more efficient. Um, you get better at it. And we've, and we've been able to demonstrate this with people wearing the oxygen and, and CO2 masks and seeing how many calories they burn uh, doing this. Your body gets better at it and, and, and you get better at it. So you can use less and less energy um, doing that. We also know that resistance training and, and putting on muscle does increase your basic metabolic rate. Now, the studies go back and forth. Some say for every pound of muscle you add, you, you burn an extra six calories, maybe seven a day, um, or like three times more than what you did before. There are some studies that show that maybe you burn 30 to maybe up to 60 calories extra for every pound of muscle you put on. So if you put on some muscle by lifting weights and eating a little bit more calories to put on some muscle, um, you can ultimately raise your basic metabolic rate. And the studies kind of go back and forth with that one. But we do know that ultimately if you do put on muscle, even if your basic metabolic rate doesn't go up, when you actually do activities to use those muscles, since you have more of them, you will be burning more calories and using more calories. So you could actually eat more and stay at the same weight or eat the same and lose a little bit of fat. So that's another advantage. We also looked at the fitness versus fatness uh, exercise studies. We found that people who are, are a little bit overweight or maybe even fall into the obese category, if they're fit and they run marathons and 5Ks and all that or lift weight train, whatever, their uh, cardiovascular mortality and risk factors are equal to the people who are normal weight um, but are also at the same fitness level. So there was this debate at some time where you know you cannot be healthy if you're overweight. You can be up to a certain point. You can't have a BMI of like 40 or 45, be morbidly obese. That's why it's called morbidly obese because ultimately it does affect your health. But if you're a little bit overweight, maybe even slightly into the obese category, but you're fit, that's okay. Your cardiovascular mortality and cardiovascular risk is the same as a normal weighted person who is uh, just as fit as you are or on your same fitness level. We, we also looked at some studies that showed that aerobic training by itself, like if you're a runner, will reduce your lean body mass, you lose muscle, and reduces bone mineral, bone mineral density um, at the hip. They studied uh, hips with DEXA scanning. Your bone mineral density goes down and your muscle, your lean mass uh, goes down. That's not something you usually want. If you add resistance training to it, you don't lose as lean as much lean mass and your bone mineral density actually goes up and you can actually put on lean mass if you're exercising with resistance and weights correctly um, you actually improve your lean body mass and your bone mineral density which is huge especially in the elderly population which is, uh, that's a lot of my patients um, we also looked at um, moderate intensity training aerobic training versus low steady state low intensity steady state training if you're walking on a treadmill two to three miles an hour versus you know, five to six miles an hour versus HIIT training, where somebody does intense 
explosive movements like an all-out sprint for you know 15 20 seconds then walks for two miles hit training versus much lower um, they found that overall hit training will burn more calories in a shorter amount of time low intermittent steady state training burns more fat might not be the, the same amount of total calories but you will burn mostly energy from fat and then moderate intensity training is kind of that sweet spot where you, you start off burning um uh, you will burn more energy from fat, but then your overall calorie burn will also be kind of a little bit closer to hit. So it's kind of in the middle, and that's kind of the sweet spot where cardiovascular mortality also goes down. Um, we also looked over some studies showing that if you add cardiovascular, if you add resistance training to cardiac rehab after somebody has a heart attack or has CHF or is newly diagnosed open heart surgery, whatever, we always put people in cardiac rehab. It's usually an exercise program that's all aerobic training on bikes, treadmills, you know, whatever it is, ellipticals. They found that if you add resistance training, like lifting weights, squats, deadlifts, bench press, whatever, even light weights, for, you know, appropriate for that person's age and coordination levels and stability, um, that that actually is considered safe and also can help improve cardiovascular mortality even more so than just aerobic training. Um, we've also found that any exercise, especially resistance training, but any, any kind of exercise, whether it's aerobic or not, definitely improves aging. You look younger, your cardiovascular markers will be younger, your inflammation will be lower. Um, I have a lot of friends or even patients that have lost a bunch of weight and they actually look younger and healthier. They can do more, they can walk, they have, they're more functional. Um, so aging is actually improved or slowed down by adopting an exercise program. We also looked at studies uh, comparing fast rates of weight loss versus slow rates of weight loss. And this is all with weight training or aerobic training. The slower you lose the weight, the more likely you are to keep your lean body mass. Athletes or even young people or even some of my old elderly patients, sarcopenia is a real thing. Sarcopenia is loss of muscle mass. When you lose weight slowly and gradually over time, you lose a little bit of weight, maintain, lose a little bit more weight, maintain. The slower you lose weight, the more likely you are to hang on to muscle and bone mineral density. So we definitely want to lose weight slowly and gradually. And all the studies show also, psychologically speaking, you're more likely to maintain that weight loss if you did it gradually and slowly and put in the effort. Where if you do like a crash diet, you're eating 800-900 calories a day, exercising three hours a day, every day, twice a day, you lose 30 pounds in a month, you gain it all back and even more. So we, the, that, that's huge. You want to lose your weight very, very slowly over time so that you maintain muscle mass and bone mineral density. One of the studies that we looked over showed that your peak uh, VO2 max or peak oxygen consumption actually was better in the resistance training group. Now, this seems a little counterintuitive. They compared aerobic to a control group that did nothing, uh, to, an, to a resistance training group, to a combination group that did both. The group that did resistance training actually improved their uh, oxygen consumption better than the aerobic training group. Obviously, if you did both, it's about the same. Um, the, all the studies in the past have shown that aerobic training running, for example, actually improves your oxygen consumption the most, but it also comes with a cost. You lose lean body mass, you lose muscle, um, you lose bone mineral density. Now, we're not talking about somebody who does cardio every once in a while. We're talking about people who are endurance athletes or run marathons or, or run a lot, a lot of miles per week. Um, we're not talking about the guy or, or the gal who is just occasionally running for 10, 15 minutes on a treadmill once or twice a week. We're talking about severe, intense type of cardio who lose the lean body mass and lose um, the bone mineral density. We also looked at some studies that showed that the overall body fat percentage goes down the most in groups that did aerobic exercise plus weight training. 
Um, when the two were separated though, they lost, they lost body fat percentage, but not as much as the combination. So highly recommend uh, doing both. So our, our, my final conclusions in that talk um, and how to give your patients or friends or whatever it is a prescription for adopting an exercise program. Number one, you've got to get your diet straight. Nothing else matters if your diet is not on point. You have to be in a calorie deficit so that weight is coming off. Now, for some of my patients that are extremely obese and overweight, they can't even get out of a chair or get out of uh, the couch or can't even walk across the, the room. The most important thing is to get weight off with diet first. You've got to get off 5-10% of your, your body weight first before you can even do anything how, you know i have a lot of patients when we talk to them they say doc how do you expect me to exercise i can barely get out of a chair good so you don't need to actually get out of a chair to lose weight you got to cut your calories though get your calories down lose 5 10 15 percent of your body weight then start with a brief walk walk to the bathroom and back um, when that's easy go for five minutes go for seven minutes start walking down the street walk on a treadmill whatever it is start with something very very simple any amount of activity is going to increase your metabolism and get your metabolism ramped up, especially if you've been more sedentary. Now, people who are more active, the more they adopt more activity, it's not going to have as much of an effect as somebody who's very sedentary, obviously. But if you've basically been sedentary, start with something, and that something should be at least walking. Um, for my patients who are only 30 to maybe 50 pounds overweight, Start a walking program every day, walk after every meal, walk for 40 minutes, walk for an hour a day, maybe more, two, three times a day, and then start a resistance program. You've got to start lifting weights. It'll increase your muscle mass, which can increase your basic metabolic rate. It'll increase the amount of functionality. Strength translates into everything. If you're trying to get out of a chair and you're pushing up with your arms, if your body, your upper body and lower body were stronger, you can do that better. If you're trying to close a door, pick up a milk jug, uh, take books up a flight of stairs, whatever it might be, strength translates into almost any day activity. Imagine your kids want you to help them build a treehouse or uh, you know, build a fireplace or something. You, you need strength to be able to lift some of those raw materials. Um, and, and even just cooking around the house for some of my patients is very difficult. So definitely strength translates into almost all activities of living. So start adding resistance training if you're able if you start with the with the cardio, with the walking. As time goes on, don't add more walking. Um, add more resistance training. Start lifting more weights and do it more times a week. Try to do it three, maybe five days a week if you can. My younger patients could almost do it every day. And then add, and then cut, scale back on the cardio. Do it once a week, 10, 15 minutes. Running at a moderate intensity on the treadmill is probably enough. Now, if you're like a competitive bodybuilder type person, you could probably get very lean with just diet alone. Keep resistance training heavy to keep your muscle mass lose the weight slowly so you retain as much muscle as possible um, and then add cardio more towards the end of your training to just kind of get off those last few pounds and it's just walking really low intensity uh, steady state cardio will, will burn off the last you know few inches of fat so um, i hope this is helpful it's kind of a summary if you want to watch the entire thing it's about an hour and a half long and you know the link will be below definitely share this with all your friends but that's kind of the summary of everything we know about exercise to date of course there's more research and more things coming out every day but definitely this is uh, the, the most recent updates on exercise and research uh, on exercise. So share this with all your friends, subscribe, and hit notifications.